Are you looking for sustainable, optimized packaging solutions? At Smurfit Kappa, we use our global experience and local knowledge to provide fit-for-purpose packaging solutions for the most complex supply chains. From packaging design to machine systems, we're a fully integrated packaging provider. We can work with you to minimize operational complexity and help you move to sustainable packaging. Contact us at smurfitkappa.com. Smurfit Kappa. Open the future. Welcome to another edition of the Packaging Europe podcast. My name is Elisabeth Skuda and today we will delve deeper into packaging trademark law. Competition around new packaging formats and pack designs can be fierce in the packaging world, but when does it make sense to protect these by trademark? To find out a bit more about this, today I'll speak with Dr. Eckhard Ratjen, who is a certified IP lawyer focusing on trademark law and unfair competition, as well as copyright, at the legal firm Böhmert & Böhmert to gain some insights. So yeah, thank you very much for joining us today, Eckhard, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, to start off with, I was wondering what parts of packaging can be protected by trademark? Is it the whole pack, a certain functionality, material design or something else? Well, um, that's a good question, of course. So uh, maybe first of all, companies are free to decide what they want to try to register as a trademark. I think uh, the question should rather be, is it always reasonable? So one has to bear in mind that trademarks do not always end up being registered. Um, to my experience, there are quite some pitfalls. So regarding uh, your question, uh, what can be protected? Um, I would say there is a general rule in Europe that any signs can be protected as a trademark. And the trademark laws in Europe stipulate that uh, shape of the packaging of goods, for example, um, is one of the types which can be uh, protected as a trademark and uh, there is a presumption to do so. Well, this is uh, the wording of the trademark laws, but uh, honestly, so far, so good. Um, there are strict requirements for the allowance of protection and maybe I can give you some examples in this regard. So, First of all, signs must always be capable of being represented in a manner which enables the public to determine the clear and precise scope of protection. So, going back to your question, think about the material. So, packaging material would be excluded from protection as a trademark. Um, I would uh, refer you, for example, to um, the technical intellectual property rights, such as patents and utility models in this regard. So another um, obstacle of protection is the following. No protection is granted for signs which consist exclusively of a characteristic of goods which is necessary to obtain a technical result. Again, let's go back to your question. Um, technical functionalities are excluded. Think, for example, um, of a zipper or a closure of packaging. Um, again, I would refer you to the patent law or utility models. Um, this is another area of intellectual property right. So a third 
reason why science often uh, cannot be protected as a trademark when it comes to packaging is uh, that no protection for science is granted which exclusively consists of the shape which gives the so-called substantial value to the goods. So maybe um, as an example, think about a fanciful bottle uh, designed by a famous designer. So you would uh, assume, I would think, that um, the customer is purchasing the product because of this aspect, but maybe not because of the product as such. So also in these cases, uh, yeah, a packaging would be barred from registration. So the most important uh, ground why trademarks are often refused, in, in particular when it comes to packaging designs, um, is the following. So any sign must be capable of being uh, distinguishing the goods of one undertaking from those of other undertakings. So uh, this sounds uh, like a typical uh, sentence of a lawyer, put it in simple other words. Any sign must function as an indicator of origin. So consumers, when confronted with a sign, here in the present case, a packaging, they have to draw a link to a certain undertaking and shall perceive the packaging design not as a mere packaging. So there must be something more than that. So as you can see uh, and you can imagine, this is sometimes very difficult to show. Hmm, definitely sounds like it, yes. Um, you already alluded to it in your first answer, but uh, what would you say are the different types of trademarks that you would be applicable for the packaging industry? So um, when you think about uh, trademark law, the first signs in general which come across your mind are presumably company names, product names, as well as logos. Uh, think about, for example, um, the trademark Apple or the Apple logo. So when it comes to the packaging industry, the most important types to my experience are figurative marks. So for example, a two-dimensional depiction of a product packaging. Um, another a type of trademarks are three-dimensional marks, for example, a three-dimensional depiction. And uh, also uh, relevant types of trademarks are so-called color marks. So if you are seeking protection for a specific color or color combination of the product packaging. Um, regarding all these types of uh, trademarks, you always have to face the same problem that it may be questionable whether such sign can function as an indicator of origin. I already referred to it. Fortunately, you are able to overcome this obstacle by showing so-called, the lawyer is saying, um, acquired distinctiveness through use. So in other words, um, you have to show to the examiner or a judge that the packaging has uh, gained uh, market acceptance. So this is always difficult to ascertain and generally involves uh, market surveys that um, certify uh, that the packaging has gained a certain recognition value um, within the relevant trade circles. So in my opinion, the trademark offices have become far more stricter over the past years when it comes to granting uh, such trademarks. Unless uh, 
you can have or you can show a survey and uh, the survey is submitted proving that the sign is already known to a certain extent, um, it will be nearly impossible to obtain protection for packaging design as a trademark, I would say. Interesting, thank you. Um, I sometimes notice when uh, shopping in supermarkets that sometimes uh, supermarket own brand designs are very similar to branded goods in how they look to the point that they look almost the same. Uh, where would you say are the lines drawn there and have there been any disputes that you're aware of? Yeah, um, as you can imagine, uh, it is not a coincidence that supermarket owned brands pack designs are very similar to the designs uh, of brand manufacturers. So to my experience, um, retailers are often interested to take a free ride to increase uh, their own sales and turnover. So from my experience, I would say it is only in exceptional circumstances the case that there exists a kind of consent to, to use such similar uh, yeah, design of the uh, brand manufacturer. More often, um, it appears to be the case uh, that no such consent uh, is granted and that the packaging imitation is made on purpose by the third party. So whether or not such similar packaging um, can be prohibited depends to my uh, experience on two main factors. So firstly, you have to ask the question, is the original packaging design, so the design of uh, the brand manufacturer protected by intellectual property rights? So if not, it may be very difficult to do something about it. And as a general rule, one has to bear in mind without having protection by means of intellectual property rights, um, copying cannot be prohibited. So the second important factor appears to be if there is a sufficient distance between the respective overall impression of the packaging designs and uh, often such uh, disturbing packaging designs are not identical but only similar. So there is a certain distance which is uh, yeah, deliberately maintained. So in conclusion, I would say that, um, yeah, provided there are no intellectual property rights which can be invoked, one can only rely on uh, claims based on, uh, in Germany, one would say unfair competition, in the UK, maybe passing off. Yeah, according to the national laws. And uh, in this regard, uh, one has to bear in mind the more distance between the product packagings exist, the more difficult it will become uh, to do something about it. So, however, even in case intellectual property rights are at hand, there is still no guarantee that something can be done to my experience. As a general rule, however, a broad intellectual property portfolio um, acts as a kind of deterrent for companies. So in a nutshell, and uh, somehow unfortunate for entities, of course, and there is no clear answer to your question, um, it always depends on the circumstances of the specific case. Hmm, thank you. And uh, I was wondering, do different countries take different approaches to trademarking, or is there an international consensus? 
Unfortunately, I would say this question cannot be answered in the affirmative. Um, so different countries also uh, means uh, different rules when it comes to trademark protection. And uh, no general statement can be made. And uh, the particularities of national laws need to be considered always. So even in um, the European Union, the national trademark laws of the member states are still differing to a certain extent, although a harmonization by the European legislator has already taken place. So there are still national particularities when it comes to the interpretation of the relevant um, provisions of the Trademark Act also, uh, in particular with respect to the allowance of trademarks. Um, however, there is one particularity I like to uh, point out. Um, in the European Union, at least there, there exists the opportunity to obtain pan-European intellectual property rights. And at the European Union Intellectual Property Office, um, it is possible to apply for so-called European Union trademark registrations and community design registrations. And I also noticed that trademark disputes often are long and drawn out. For example, the dispute between Milka and Rittersport about the uniqueness of square chocolate packaging went on for several years and was finally decided in favour of Rittersport. What were the deciding factors for deciding in Rittersport's favour, would you say? So, well, um, this is a German case, uh, which was uh, finally decided earlier this year. And a final ruling was reached by the German Federal Court of Justice after a very long time, a nine-year battle. It started with an attack of Ritter Sport against Milka. Uh, as a background, Ritter Sport and Milka are in Germany the main competitors when it comes to chocolate bars and uh, chocolate products, I would say. So, so as I said, the attack was started by Ritter Sport against Milka, and Milka had launched, um, the reason therefore was that Milka had launched a chocolate product in a square packaging. So Ritter Sport was the owner of the respective three-dimensional marks in Germany and invoked these trademark rights against Milka. So that was the point of departure of uh, this uh, long conflict so, in response, however, Milka submitted requests for cancellation with the German Patent and Trademark Office in 2011 in order to have Rittersport's three-dimensional trademarks for the packaging deleted. So, Milka won in the first instance, they won in the second instance, and uh, finally, uh, the case went up to the last instance, the German Federal Court of Justice. And this court confirmed that the trademark on the square packaging will finally remain in force. So the court confirmed that in general, a three-dimensional mark for a packaging is not barred from registration and there are no grounds for refusal. So it was said the packaging design um, is neither technical for example, think about the closure of the packaging of the, uh, for the chocolate bars. And, and nor uh, it gives the product a substantial value. So it was argued um, that uh, because of the packaging, the chocolate is not becoming more expensive. 
So uh, that was another reason. And it was also said that um, the packaging design of Rittersport has acquired distinctiveness through use in Germany and therefore can function as an indicator of origin. So consumers in Germany would perceive the packaging of Rittersport as a trademark and not as a mere packaging. So that was the main reason. And uh, can you give us some other examples of packaging trademark disputes and how they were resolved? Yes, 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 of course. Um, over the last years, there has been a substantial number of decisions regarding three-dimensional trademarks and packaging designs in uh, Europe and uh, Germany. So to my uh, understanding, the vast majority of decisions concerns the question whether a three-dimensional trademark is registrable as a trademark in the first place. So, and um, in this regard, for instance, um, uh, the following example, um, Coca-Cola Company applied um, back in 2011 for a three-dimensional trademark concerning the plain Coca-Cola bottle. So, first instance and second instance of the European Intellectual Property Office um, denied protection as a trademark. This rejection was finally also confirmed by the European General Court for Trademark Matters in 2016. And the main reason for the rejection was that uh, the, uh, the judges said um, Coca-Cola was not able to show that this bottle has acquired distinctiveness through use uh, throughout the European Union. So the bottle, the plain bottle, will not be perceived by consumers in the European Union as a trademark, and therefore no uh, protection was granted. Mm, another maybe interesting case was decided in Germany in the year 2012 before the courts in Hamburg. So maybe you are aware of uh, the company and the trademark Capri Sun. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, I think, uh, at least in Germany, a well-known brand. So Capri Sun is a well-known German juice concentrate drink, which can also be bought in several countries outside of Germany. And Capri Sun is the owner of various three-dimensional trademarks for the packaging of the drink. Namely, uh, it is a kind of uh, drinking pouch. So the pouch is trapezoidal in profile when filled and rectangular when flat. So this is uh, the background of the case. Uh, and yeah, here it was uh, the following. Capri Sun invoked these th three-dimensional trademarks against a product of a competitor. I think it was a supermarket chain. And uh, this uh, product packaging was nearly identical in shape. So in this case, the court in Hamburg confirmed trademark infringement. It was said that the German consumer will easily perceive the drinking pouch of Capri Sun as a trademark and not as a mere packaging. Um, it was also stressed uh, that, yeah, of course, influence, uh, therefore, or there was also... Um, taken into account that Capri Sun is a well-known brand in Germany. So I think uh, 
this uh, dispute ended after the first instance and the competitor ceased all use thereafter. But interesting case. Hmm, definitely, yes. Uh, finally, what tips would you give our listeners who may be interested in trademarking their product packaging? What are the key points to bear in mind and what pitfalls should be avoided? So generally, I, I always make the following recommendation to my clients. Um, get the packaging design protected first by means of a three-dimensional design registration and only subsequently optimize the level of protection, for instance, by means of trademarks. So the exact strategy depends, uh, of course, how much budget is available, I would say. And one has to bear in mind uh, that registering a three-dimensional trademark is not only time-consuming and sometimes difficult, it also involves high costs. So. Um, to my experience, expensive for getting a product protected or a product packaging protected as a three-dimensional trademark when it involves obtaining a survey, a survey on uh, market acceptance can quickly amount to yeah, uh, about 20,000 euro per uh, country. So if you are thinking uh, to, to have uh, three-dimensional trademarks in the most relevant uh, countries throughout Europe, and this will be quite, yeah, quite expensive. So therefore, I think it is always recommendable to start with a design registration, uh, with a three-dimensional design, yeah, because the costs are quite or much lower. So in any case, uh, this is, I would say, the general recommendation um, I can give is uh, companies should ensure that they have built a certain basic foundation of uh, legal protection when introducing new products and packagings. And uh, they should have this in place in good time already before the market launch. Hmm, some valuable tips there. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that's it for today. Um, thank you very much again, Eckert, for uh, being on this podcast today and sharing your insights. Yeah, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much also to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, look out for new podcasts every month and make sure to subscribe as well so you don't miss out any new episodes. Thank you. Consumers worldwide are now demanding sustainable packaging. Is your brand ready? At Smurfit Kappa, we use our global experience and local knowledge to create innovative packaging for the biggest brands. As a global leader in sustainability, we can help you find the solutions which are right for your business and right for the planet. Join the sustainable evolution. Contact us at smurfitkappa.com. Smurfit Kappa. Open the future.